Welcome to the Ambitious Freelancer Podcast. I'm your host, Amanda Cross of The Happy Hour Canton, and I'm here to help you show up as your best self while you're finding clients, working with the clients, and getting those testimonials to build your better business. We'll be talking about everything you need to know when it comes to freelancing, whether you're a beginner or someone who has a few years under their belt. So let's get started. Hello everyone and welcome to episode 24 of the Ambitious Freelancer podcast. So I'm so excited we're on episode 24. I'm a little behind because I just haven't really had the time to film like a lot of episodes like I thought I would this week because I don't know I just haven't had the time in the morning like I usually do or like the space to record because I really don't like to record when other people are in the house. I kind of like to record on my own so it was a little bit awkward. I didn't really have the time to do that but I am recording in the minute amount of time that I have this week to record. And yeah, you're actually going to get this podcast episode the same week, basically, because I'm recording this on Friday, and this will go up next Thursday, because I already have Tuesdays recorded. So this week, I wanted to talk about Upwork, because I hired people on Upwork the other week. So I posted a job, and I've hired like three freelancers on there, and so I just wanted to talk about my experience from the hiring side. I wanted to hire some people for my blog, The Happy Art Canton, because I wanted to create more content. Like, it's my hope and goal to hire out five blog posts consistently on Upwork and just use those blog posts as help for me because I'm not very consistent so I feel like if I had at least like five blog posts I could really just you know do a lot of good there some of them will be just like random posts to like you know get people to my site and others will be like maybe more focused on affiliate marketing but most of them will be like kind of like the post that I would write if like I just wanted to write some stuff anything review wise or like you know sponsored post wise like that's still gonna follow on me because it just like I'm really passionate about that stuff and like also I take pictures and things for it so basically anything where I probably wouldn't need to take like an actual picture are the types of stuff I'm gonna outsource also, I'm going to do a couple of things myself still. Like, I'm still going to write on the Happy Art Canton, but I do want to grow and use freelancers to do that. So, I posted a job on Upwork the other day. It wasn't great. Like, I'm still a beginner blogger, so it's paying like $75 an article on Upwork, which means that they'll probably, for the first assignments anyway, not get $75. They'll probably get closer to, I think it was like 60 or something like that. I don't know. But it's still a decent amount. I mean, for $800 to 1,000 word article, I think that's good. That's a little bit better than what I started with because I started writing for like $50 a post. I mean, hopefully in the future, I either can give them more assignments or more work or a better rate or whatever. Right now though, it's exciting because I'm going to give them credit. They're going to get a um, nice backlink to their website and yeah, they're going to actually be able to uh, claim their work because I think it's really important for me as a writer. I know how important it is to actually have samples of your work. So I I wanted to make sure that my freelancers all got credit for the work that they are doing for me so that was really important so I wanted to make sure that I'm going to set them up and make sure they have a bio and that whenever they want to share their work on their website they can so I just wanted to talk about my experience hiring what that was like what it was like on my side and just like the craziness that ensued because it kind of felt crazy to me like I mean I guess it wasn't like the biggest thing in the world but for me I think I got like fit almost if not 50 almost 50 
applicants like in the 40 range it was a lot you guys and at first i was like okay this is something and i was able to pick about three freelancers who i thought were really interesting i actually picked more but they didn't respond and so i was just like i'll stick with three like and they when they responded they responded really late so i would say like i mean i don't expect freelancers to answer me in the next day but one never answered and one answered like super late and now she's following up and it's awkward like I guess I don't want to be like that person who's like talking about someone behind their back but I'm like you'd have to answer if you're getting that and you are and you reply you apply you don't have to answer like the same day I don't expect that I kind of sent it out late but like it was days it was literal days before they answered and I don't like to say no but at the same time like you gotta answer like that was the thing and so I was ready to pay you and so then I decided to use it some for something else so like I just you know enrolled in a course and so instead of paying them I paid the course so I mean I don't know it's just like you have to be honest with yourself and like am I like logging in enough am I responding fast enough I don't I think anyone expects you to do that but like for me I didn't expect like a right away response but I know that certain people when they're hiring on Upwork they probably expect you to be at their beck and call and while I don't expect beck and call level of you know getting back to me I do expect something like even if it's to say hey I can't respond right away but I'll get back to you because I had money in my account I was ready and to go and I was ready to talk with you and then you didn't respond so that was awkward and so I do want to talk about some of the things I saw in applications like over and over and over again oh my goodness going through these applications was so hard because some of them were really good and some of them really acted like they actually found out more about me and produced like some really great applications whereas some people were just so annoying and so let's talk about like what I found in those applications that I think would probably rub your clients the wrong way even if you don't think that it might number one was obvious copy pasting so I got like a lot of people who were obviously like copying and pasting their resume or like whatever so they weren't really tailoring their cover letter to me they were just like hey let me just copy and paste this cover letter that I've used a million times don't do this so I would say and I've said this before like if you're gonna copy paste at least make sure that some parts of your application feel personal because I feel like some of the applications I was getting were not even like making anything feel personal and it was like okay this is just obvious copy paste and I kind of care about this information that's why I have it there so like come on with the copy pasting don't do that I understand that people say that you should focus on the questions first I've even said that but your cover letter shouldn't feel feel like obviously copy and pasted like make sure that you're actually making sure that you like it and that it pertains to the person so another thing is too many attachments your girl is not opening crap i did not open a single attachment anyone sent me not one the people who i hired didn't have attachments or i one i knew actually personally like we had um she used to be like a college blogger so i knew her from that so i did i she might have sent me an attachment but i didn't need to open it because i knew her writing personally but any of the ones i did they sent me like links and stuff which was nice I do not want to open an attachment because I don't know you. I don't know you personally. So if you have attachments that you have as writing samples, I get it. Publish them somewhere, you guys. Publish them, even if it's on Medium, because people do not want to open 
your random attachments. I don't want to open your PDFs or your docs or your, you know, whatever they are, your keynote presentations. Not finna do it. I'm not finna do it. Plus, I don't even have Word. I don't use Word at all, so I wouldn't be able to open it. I have Google Drive. Everything I do is on Google Drive. I'm not fit open your attachment. I'm just not. So don't do it. Unless someone asks you to send them an attachment, don't use the attachment feature. Maybe if you have like, if you have like things where it's kind of visual, I would encourage you to upload them to Dropbox or Google Drive and like use the folder and then send people the link to the folder. Like here's a folder full of my doc, full of some pictures of the work I do as a graphic designer instead of attachments because people don't know you. They don't know you don't have no reason to trust you. I'm not going to open your attachments. It's just not going to happen. So another thing I noticed was not following directions. So if I ask for a sample, you know, give me the sample. I understand that people want to apply just to see if it might happen. But like, honestly, I'm not here for it. Like, I don't want to train you at $75. You know, I don't really want to train anyone to do a a lifestyle writing job. Um, And I understand giving, you know, people who are new to Upwork help because honestly like a lot of the people I hired weren't they didn't have like a ton of money earned on Upwork they were like you know a couple hundred dollars or I think one did have any money earned on Upwork so like it's not that I'm like oh gotta have this client with a lot of skill you know it's really not that important to me but, you know, I, do, I would like to see people who have some amount of care to it. So it wasn't like, oh, you need to have skills, but like maybe, you know, publish something, you know, start your own blog. I mean, there are other ways to show skill versus like Upwork and getting samples doesn't have to be a client work. You can get samples and other ways so if you're wanting to learn about lifestyle if you're wanting to get into lifestyle writing make some lifestyle samples and then pitch lifestyle clients so i wouldn't just pitch a lifestyle client without having lifestyle experience so yeah another thing is not truly reading the description i had someone sent me something that said to whom it may concern literally one of the first things in my description was my name i put my name in there and that's that's kind of attached to like obvious copy pasting because they were obviously just like copy pasting their new their cover letter over and over again and so they didn't really care to customize the name but if your client gives a name they give it a URL, which I also did. Like, it it would just make sense to be there to, like, actually look through things and read the description, understand the job, and then be able to utilize that information on the thing. I was very informative on my job description, so I feel like people should have, and most people did, like, address me by my name, and they were very customized with their stuff, but then a lot of people did not do that. So, if someone gives you their name and their URL, like, click the URL, see what they're about, and, like, username it just makes sense to me but i guess not to other people so another thing is focusing too much on credentials so i know that's weird because i said you need samples but i mean some of these people were like i don't care that much like i i like a sample and i say okay here's a sample thanks for the sample but i really don't care about your credentials i really don't care about what makes you think you are qualified to do this i don't really care about like you like going droning on and on and on and on about your samples give me two or three samples that show your work that's all i need i don't need like you to tell me every single thing about you i don't need your whole life backstory i don't care i'm not gonna read it and it's just not gonna happen like i have time i had like 50 applications on this story i don't have time so a lot of those got chucked in the trash because i don't care (laughs) 
just being like completely and totally honest with you guys, I don't really care. Like, I'm not really here for your bragginess and braggadaciousness, if that's a word. Like, I really just don't care. So, things I do care about is like, how are you going to relate to me as a, you know, blog owner, business owner? So, like, how, what can you bring to the table? Why are you excited to work with me? Like, I really don't care that much about your long list of accomplishments. And just because you have a long list of accomplishments doesn't mean that you're the writer for me. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. Another thing that I noticed that I didn't write in the group was basically just people who were like, I have this experience here, but it was like very unrelated. Like someone's like, I have a millennial son, so I'm like qualified to write for your millennial blog, which doesn't make sense at all because they weren't a millennial. So I'm like, like sometimes you can't just apply to every single job on Upwork, you guys. It's not good for Upwork for you to apply to every job on Upwork. You know, have some amount of, you know, discernment. Like, don't just apply to every job just to see if it'll stick. Like, that's not a good Upwork strategy. You have to have a strategy when you're going to applying, when you're applying for Upwork jobs. You can't just apply to everything because that can actually get you kicked out of the system. Actually, I don't know what it is like now because you pay for connects now, but in the past, like, just being very spammy and having a low level of, like, of, like, people accepting your offers or whatever can get you kind of like banned in a way so i wouldn't just apply to everything just because you think something make sure you actually have i don't know some kind of actual credential i guess to like don't just say oh i'm this so this like don't just apply to everything when you apply to jobs make sure you're actually interested and that you actually would be a good fit that way you have a better chance of going through and succeeding at it. I guess I also want to talk about kind of my experience with like the back end of it all and like getting all the applications. It was kind of overwhelming. So like now that I'm looking at the client side, I'm like, okay, I get it now. It's like super overwhelming. Like there are so many applicants that come through literally just for, the, especially the first day, there was a lot of applications and some of them were good. Some of them were not so good. So I did have some good tools on the Upwork back and to kind of weed through everything like I could basically put people like I could basically delete their applicants or like not delete them but like put them out like say this is obviously a obviously a no I could shortlist applications to make it easier to be like okay these are people I want to contact and I could you know thumbs up people thumbs up thumbs down people I just it was was quite easy to like look through the applications and like see them from the client side so that was really nice I was really glad that I could do that so easily so yeah there was a lot of tools I had from hiring perspective to help me make the decisions a little bit easier because otherwise I mean it was very overwhelming to me you guys because I was not expecting that amount of you know stuff so I would say another thing that when even if you have 20 to 50 applicants and you think oh my goodness I'm not gonna get hired like it was the first day I would still go in maybe not the second or third day because I feel like I, or like if it's a really old application like a really old position I probably wouldn't because by the time the second or third day rolled around I pretty much knew who I was gonna hire the first day at least I just some of it was so bad it was like obvious trash (laughs) like that's really rude to say but like it was not great applicants another thing and I guess something I might have done myself is just like assume that the other people like needed help a lot and that's why they did it like that you could help them grow their blog I don't know it just kind of rubbed me the wrong way like people 
like, oh, and I know that with my help, I can help you grow, blah, blah, blah. I don't know. Maybe that's something I've probably done. But sometimes, like, when you see it, it kind of rubs you the wrong way. So maybe not using that language of, like, I can help you grow. Like, because it kind of insinuates that they're not doing what they should be doing. I don't know. That's one of those things. If Unless you have, like, the stuff to back it up, I probably wouldn't say that. Because you're just, a, at this point, I'm hiring a writer. I, I can write. I just don't want to as much anymore. Or I want to hire some out so I can write more consistently. So I don't know. I don't know. That just kind of rubbed me the wrong way. Maybe I'm just being rude in that regard, but I don't know. I had a couple of people say that. I was like, oh, okay, whatever. And then a lot of people who are not understanding my, like, vlog, and this goes back to the thing of, like, not really, like, digging deeper into it because people were like, you know, your Arkansas-themed lifestyle blog, it's not Arkansas-themed at all. Like, that's not at all what my blog is about. It's called The Happy Arkansan um, because I'm from Arkansas. But it wasn't actually Arkansas themed. It's not Arkansas related. You're not going to be writing about Arkansas topics. It's just called the Happy Arkansan because I'm I'm an Arkansan and I'm happy. Like that's why I called it the Happy Arkansan, not because I am you know talking about Arkansas. Like I rarely talk about Arkansas to be honest. I talk more about Memphis than I talk about Arkansas. And Memphis is in Tennessee, by the way. In case you don't know your geography. So yeah, people are like, I would love to write for your Arkansas themed lifestyle blog. It's not Arkansas themed at all. I barely talk about Arkansas. The only thing Arkansan about it is, like, where I film my photo shoots and stuff like that. Like, other than that, like, I really don't talk about Arkansas that much. And sometimes on Instagram, I talk about how beautiful my state is, because it is. Sorry, not sorry. But I rarely actually talk about Arkansas, because I live in a small town. So, yeah, I really don't have much to talk about. I don't live in, like, the state capital or um, where I used to live in Jonesboro or where I used to live in Conway. So, right now, it's, I'm living in a tiny, tiny town. Well, it's not tiny, tiny. It's, like, 15 thousand people but i live in this smaller town and so i'm not really talking about arkansas that much on my blog okay so it's not arkansas themes let's see i'm just kind of shooting the breeze at this point like trying to figure out like what exactly lessons i give i would just say write the application as not like this big a braggadocious way like share your experience talk about them a lot and just create something that's unique and valuable because i don't know i just read like so many copy pasted things i read so much that was just like girl i really don't care i had people sending me attachments that i was definitely not gonna open like just think about it from the client perspective like what would they think about this people aren't necessarily looking for the most braggadocious person in the world they're really looking for that connection you just have to be careful about like how you set up your upwork things so you stand out i hope this was helpful for you i don't know you can disregard what i say because maybe it's worked for you in the past or whatever but yeah these are what i think what i felt when i was looking through all these applications just trust that like there's a lot that's going on from the upwork like client side like there's so much it was so over overwhelming it was just like constant applications for like the first day especially and i was just so overwhelmed and then it was the act of like actually hiring people and the fact that you know you can't hire everyone who actually went through and sat down and like put in the applications the way they were supposed to because there's so many people who had great applications but i don't have unlimited funds i really i was gonna hire five people but i really probably could really hire only like two or three people that's what i actually ended up hiring two or three people i ended up hiring three people i 
was supposed to hire two, so I actually ended up hiring one more than I thought because I was so like, oh my goodness, there are people who are actually commenting. Like, it's a lot of, like, it bears down on your chest to hire so many people, but to also not hire so many other people. So I would say that, you know, think about that, like, the next time you are like, oh my goodness, why am I not getting a response? Come on, you guys. Like, TikTok, TikTok. There's a lot that goes on behind the scenes, and I want you guys to know that because it's overwhelming AF. And I will never look at a person who's hiring on Upwork the same because I'm like, you crazy, boo. So I would probably continue to hire on Upwork. I don't know if I'm going to hire any buddy soon but yeah it was an interesting experience nonetheless like I was I'm really excited about that I'm gonna continue to work with the freelancers I already hired so yeah we'll see how that goes and maybe I'll give you guys an update in the next few weeks about this whole entire process because I'd love for you guys to know more so yeah I'll talk to you guys very soon bye Thank you so much for listening to the Ambitious Freelancer podcast. I'm so excited that we got to hang out today. If you want to hang out between uploads, check out thehappyrcanton.com slash ambitiousfreelancers. There you will find more support and advice as you grow your freelance business and connect with other listeners of the podcast. I cannot wait to see you in the group and I will talk to you in a few days with some more great advice.